the first altered chain. Just gonna put your face. It's just gonna be with young chain. I asked him to draw shopping bags. It looks like he's like doing one super big trip. Hi all and welcome to another episode of the Win It In podcast, episode 30. I am your host, Eric. I am obviously joined by co-host Gabe and then our special guest, Frank, or frankly, my dear, or the chain guy that you've seen his face on so many different cards. How's hello, it going? Hello. Yeah, it's been good. I... Look, I like to think I'm now the Vincent guy, but it's not going great. Like, I just came back from an armory, and I got, I won would I got stomped by just everything. Um, but I'm very happy to uh, be playing a Shadow Rune Blade in CC again. So, uh, life's good. Life's good. That's good. Yeah, no, we're definitely going to get to that here in a bit, because, uh, yeah, Vincent is out, officially legal as of last Friday. So reps are being played at armories now. And uh, yeah, definitely want your takes on that. Um, you know, there's a lot of firsts today. Uh, you know, I'm not in the usual room. I am, you know, visiting parents back home. So I'm in a car right now. That's the best quality <laughs> we're going to get. Um, Mobile edition. Frank, you are. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, we're, we're making it work. Uh, you're our first international guest, so that's a first. And then, um, you know, we got Gabe here, and Gabe is up early for us. So, you know, it's the first morning podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry with the um, international. I'm in I'm in Canberra, Australia, um, and yeah, it is always uh, the fun mystery game of which time zone are we going to talk in, and. I thought I was talking your time zone, so I, you thought you were talking mine. So thank you for waking up for me. I really oh, yeah. appreciate That's it. our bad. We could have, yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate All it. Right. Well, um, some of the biggest things that happened, uh, we've had our first battle hardened for this new set. Our first look into uh, a glimpse into the new meta and what to kind of expect on it. Uh, an Icelander was able to take it down. So an old hero coming back to relevancy, it would seem. Um, and then, of course, Lexi being strong. And uh, so it was Icelander and Lexi in the finals. Icelander taking it. Lexi had no AB because of the bullseye uh, bracers being banned now. Um, but a very diverse top eight meta. Two Briars, one Bravo, Uzuri, Dromai, Icelander, and Lexi. Um, and then I'm, I think I'm missing one more, maybe. Lavia? But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Seven Lavia? different heroes. There's a Lavia. Lavia, yeah. of course. That's the big one. The one that we actually have all been waiting for because we all want to see that list. <laughs> What a uh, yeah, what a tease yeah. Briar is, though, right? Like the only hero to get two, <laughs> like to get two in the top eight, and just those final two points just dangling in front of us. But no, no yeah, points there. Yeah, I know, right? I was I was really oh, yeah. he was gonna get there when they're in the semis with Yanji. I'm like, yep, that's it. I don't get to play it anymore. I'm bummed. Yanji, yeah, yeah. She Yanji was playing her very well, very well piloted there. Uh, a bit unfortunate. Uh, if you don't know, there's there is um, a life total discrepancy going on. Um, I guess it wasn't caught on stream and it wasn't caught on chat, or you know, so nothing could have been done about it at the time. But 
Um, I guess there was that one point where uh, Yonji should have had Rhea, uh, the Icelander, uh, dead, but just a life total wasn't marked. But that was by both players, so both players missed it. And judges missed it. It was on stream, so even the even the casters missed it. So it wasn't picked up until afterwards when someone uh, pointed it out. But uh, that's just how it goes sometimes. I love the mind meld of keeping Rosetta around. Just for, you know, <laughs> yeah. just for another yeah. for the team. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just like yeah. a giant conspiracy with the judges, the players, the spectators, <laughs> the streamers, yeah. everyone's in, in on it. Yeah. That's a tinfoil hat theory. I like that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Um, yeah. No, it's it's very interesting. I, so far, what we're looking at is a very diverse meta. Um, you know, we saw big numbers from Lexi, but only one got in. Um, I think it was Lexi, Dromai, and Bravo had the biggest numbers, and Invisrai as well. Mm -hmm. I think so. Invisrai. Yeah. Seeing, so it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. It was yeah, Lexi and then Invisrai coming second, which mm -hmm. was strange because, oh, like, yeah, okay. no conversion, which was really interesting. Um, it was. But, yeah, I'm really interested that uh, the Lexi list, because I'm, I'm just looking at it now, it doesn't really look like it took on that much ice. It was just, just like a straight-up um, uh, fuseless list, which, you know, there's two mm -hmm. Arctic incarcerations, but, like, yeah, I'm just not seeing much else. So that's really interesting in that I thought there was going to be a bigger ice package just because, like, you don't really need to, to like, deal with fatigue anymore as much. So I thought that was the natural progression. Sure. But, like, it looks like just go fast, go hard, and no AB. And then I guess you die. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 where Lexi's at right now. She is the aggro deck if you are going to be playing against... This meta, you got to play to beat Lexi because that's the the new aggro here, the new bugaboo. Three yellow mm -hmm. winter's bites, so like a little bit more of a package than. Oh no, and two red one. I'm I'm talking nonsense. There's so many winter's <laughs> bites in this list. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but like, it's not like totally fused. Like, yeah. I understand what you're saying because a lot of people did think. She was going to be more of a, like, kind of almost or traditional build, but just with the new arrows, you know, possibly even bringing back Channel Lake Frigid with a Lexi-style deck. Uh, I've, I've heard that. So I don't think you're totally off there. But, you know, don't fix what's not broken, I guess. You know, if it's working, it's working. <laughs> um, and well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. The first battle harden of a of a meta will get you some interesting results. I think by the time we get our third uh, major event, which will be calling Birmingham, we do have a, another battle harden in Chicago this weekend. I think by then we will really know where the meta is, and you know perhaps we do see a different Lexi build by that time, or we see the same old same old. But you know, more curious to see if we're going to get any other heroes in the top eights for these next two weekends here. I do think a big thing, especially with the results for this set, or for for um, Cincinnati, were just that, like, pretty much all of the decks were, like, quite proactive. Uh, you had one Azuri, but, like, you know, at the start of a new format, you just want to be, you know, being, doing things. And, like, people are going to try fun things, but, like, you know, every time there's a start of a new format, you just attack things and you win, and it goes great. 
And so <laughs> it's true. You know. Uh I mean, all that being said, like it is so interesting that Viscerai just converted. I'm obviously very biased. I love Runeblade. But um yeah, I just really I like he seems like he's in a good spot. I don't know what happened. Yeah, Runic Reckoning is an awesome card, and I I was pretty high on Viscerite too. It just might be one of those things where, you know, maybe next like this Battle Hard in Chicago, we'll we'll see him uh, put up some numbers. But I don't know. What what was your takes on it, Gabe? What would you think of the Battle Hard? The Viscerite or the Battle Hard? Um, yeah. You know, I thought about the same thing. I was actually just stoked on how diverse the meta was. Like kind of we talked about just i mean you know going to a new meta any hero is possible and that's what everyone thought so they took their pet decks that they were most comfortable with and they succeeded bravo levia all the goods um what was i i mean lexi did well i mean we know she was like in this bubble a lot of the bubble people that could have bubbled into the top eight were playing lexi i know i saw that um okay so i guess that was to be seen i was just stoked briar did well because we all know that i'm wanting to take briar to national so seeing that it still has some legs underneath of it, and hopefully we can see where it goes from here is a good sign. As long as it doesn't LL before then, you know, that's that's the worry. That's what I was sweating bullets for that weekend, because I, I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, God, Eric's going to be gonna be talking about this. <laughs> I have a really yeah. controversial question for you. Ooh, we love this. This is here. Do you think... So I'm of the opinion that Warmonger's uh, Diplomacy... Is a card that can go into Briar, and I think he was just talking about this. And I think that, I mean, you already played this rounds on me. A lot of decks mm-hmm. did, and the meta has shifted so that this rounds on me is just not as good as you want it to be. And I think that Briar can play in such a way that you set up a turn to have diplomacy. And I, th- I think it's not crazy to do that because, like, the problem is traditionally is that like. Diplomacy is what shuts down Rune Blades, so mm-hmm. you play it against it. But I think Briar can actually utilize it, even as a zero uh, blue block. Well, yeah, it blocks for four if you're playing it right, yeah. and then it can turn off Lexi's a little more. I mean, and if you're playing Spellbound Creepers, you can kind of just instant speed that bad boy in if you have oh. to. It, instant I, it would be pretty cool. Yeah, I just think that it's like. If you set up a turn where you like, you know, attack with some things and you put it at the end of your chain instead of Rosetta attack and mm-hmm. you're just like you arsenal attack action and then you just say attack action, then you just block with your silly attack actions. Attack with some go again guys and then you're just like I've gotten some a little bit more tempo. But um yeah. Eric, how do you feel about this? Yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's I, yeah, he's the one that asked. Yeah, I, I... <laughs> I do think you're right. It is pretty controversial <laughs> because um, that card is, is I would say, pretty good against Briar. If you can play that against Briar, it's probably going to shut down Briar's uh, game plan for at least for the next turn. Um, but yeah, it's I you know there are times when you're playing Briar and it is just attacks, and you you have this like three attack chain. Um, and then you swing your sword for two because you just realized, like, oh, yeah, I didn't actually play a non-attack this turn. So it's totally possible. You would definitely have to be aware of it, which I guess you would if you ran it in your deck. Um, and then I'm just, just wondering, nine, like... Nine times yeah. out of ten, it's just as a, a blue block four that you just, like... Yeah, I think in, in its base, it's good. Like, I think... For a card to be like, a, especially like a blue card, 
if it pitches three, costs zero, and blocks three, it's just a good card in general. Like the the everything else is 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 gravy. Um, so like yeah, if you just need it for pitch, if you just need it for block, that's fine. Uh, you don't have to force it out or anything like that. Um, I think I do like it like over this rounds on me. I think that card is like what you're saying. Like Phi Phi isn't as prevalent as he once was. So you don't really need that anymore. Uh, it could be good against Katsu. I could see Katsu kind of coming up, you know, against Kadachi builds. But uh, Sift was another card that Briars were running. It's another option you could take out to replace. But I think the new Briar, the Anthem of Spring, the new Briar card has been yeah. uh, taking that slot. Um, and I, I kind of think that's what's possibly been pushing Briar to do well at these events. I believe that's it. funny because I, I remember when we first talked about that card, what was it, a month or two ago when it was spoiled? You were not mm -hmm. hot to trot for it. We were arguing about that card. I, I wasn't. <laughs> and then I faced Alexi and I blocked an arrow and I was like, oh, that was nice. Two embodiments of Earths <laughs> is nice. I forgot about that. Right. Oh, the glory yeah. days. Yeah, well... <laughs> They were days. <laughs> I want my originally non-attack action that blocks two. I want to block six. Let me have an immovable. Yeah. I deserve it. I've worked hard. Let me, let me just I live my life. I hit with a ball of lightning. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that deck was wild. I think Carapace is also just such a huge gain for Briar. No. And I think that's going to be... I mean, all the Rune Blades, honestly. Like, today, even, even Vincent, like... I just was just playing Carapace because it just kind of mm -hmm. does what you need it to do in every matchup. And like, mm -hmm. you know. That's interesting. That yeah, like, that was one that I was wondering. Like, Vincent has access to Carrion Hooks, which is like renowned to be like the best blocking chess piece. But the Carapace is pretty good. <laughs> like, it blocks two and then one and ABs and kind of, you know, allows you to have another sideboard slot open. Yeah, it's been a, like, I, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get into Vincent, but, like, I've been testing a lot of lists, and I'm not a good deck builder, so I've just been, like, jumping on people's lists and, like, taking what I like and kind of growing on that, but uh, the problem that Vincent has a lot of the time is that, like, it can be hard to close out games if you're in that, like, you need a block and then you need to, like, come in for a two for eight or whatever, um, and the blood debt will, like, literally kill you. You're not like Chain, where you're like, I'm going to take three damage off this, but the game is going to be over because my Rift Bind is at 3,200. Like, I'm going to combo yeah. off. Um, you're just like, oh, no, this husk is going to kill me. Even the Grimoire can, like, get you. Right. Yeah. So, yep. Another thing. Yeah. It's a... Uh, yeah. It's a real cost. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's all good. No, yeah, Vincent is one that cannot get rid of Blood Depth. Um, but let's let's talk about uh hero that can because I know it would be doing a disservice if we didn't talk a little bit about Pat Ashley's Levia that made top eight. Um mm -hmm. yeah, I think yeah. he's the hero we all deserve. And it, like I saw him <laughs> I, play old yeah. him. And, like, had the, the fan braces tech and just, like, I don't know why, but anytime I see his name on there, I'm like, oh, good on him. Good on, yeah. good on old mate. I, I like, I like Pat. I have never met him, but I'm, I'm like, I like him. I respect it. 
He's innovative. He's innovative. Yeah. yeah. No, he's he's he done quite well. I mean, we even saw Michael Hamilton on Levia or Lavia. Um, and so it is being definitely played. I it's hard to to think that we won't see another Levi in the top eight again. Um, because there's something to her. It's attracting some the big time players. So um yeah, and Pat actually build, it was just kind of your blood rush uh Levi with the claws and um just becoming that plasma fet uh Levi consumed or whatnot or soul consumed. I don't know what the name is, but becoming Blasma Fett. That seems to be the, the game plan and uh what's making her really get to that point where being from F tier to now being uh possibly even A tier, honestly. I think you could probably say Levi is A tier at this point. I'd back it. I think yeah, honestly it it's um she's a really interesting hero because like Pat Eshi's list looks like quite aggressive, but also I think that there's so many different ways to build her that like you can just really just build her to the meta. And this, you know, especially for week one, you want to be really proactive, but like she might even be stronger if you slow it down and like Blasphemy that Levia consumed is sick. You like really get some really powerful, uh, uh, yeah, gameplay from that. But yeah. She's a menace, and I'm excited by it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not yeah. gonna play it. It's not for me. But like, <laughs> I'm excited to have it. The, yeah. <laughs> Where are my attack, non-attack actions, and attack actions, <laughs> and gambling? Yeah. True. She plays shadow puppetry. You know, there's that. Um. Yeah. No. It's a. Uh, it's. It's half of her play card. It's. It's. She's. She's in a good spot. Um. She. Did the best out of the new heroes. Uh, there was four Boltons. Uh, we didn't see any of them. And then one Vincent and one... Oh, two. Two okay. Vincent, one, oh, one, one Prism. Prism. Which, what a champion. Yeah. Just being the only <laughs> new Prism guy. Like He's got his whole Prism mat. And just, yeah. He believed. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was decked in nines. There's no yeah. way. <laughs> they just had the wings on them. Like, they were so ready. <laughs> but, yeah, you got to respect yeah. it doing week one. I respect the Vincent players because, like, out of so many lists that I've looked at, it's just, I'm like, how do I actually win with half of these? <laughs> let's and talk about it. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into to Vincent because um, you... I mean, if it's not obvious by now, you are true and true a Roombay player. Um, I do love Roomblade. And yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, with Chain, LLing, and Briar soon too, you're you're kind of down to options of Viscera and Vincent. So, as you've been mentioning, you've been really putting in some work with Vincent, and uh, you know, I'm kind of curious how how's where's where are you at with Vincent? Where is what's your approach? That you feel works best, I should say. Yeah, so originally I was like, I want to try to go really wide. Um, I actually, so uh, I I don't consume a lot of fab content, but uh, someone that I do check in with a lot is Nathan Crawford. And he has a really, like, shout out to him. He has a lot of really good, like, paradigms and heuristics for Runeblade, especially, but just about the game. But he was like... Uh, talking about a little bit more of an aggressive build and um, 
Also, there was the We Make Best guys who had like nine demigons, and I was like, this is it. This is I'm going wide. <laughs> I'm gonna have these like little guys and make all of these attacks and like it just is so clunky. It just like you just if you have to play a modern skies into a demigon that attacks for two, you're just not doing <laughs> cool, powerful yeah. things. Yeah. And so where I found like the most success and it's not been that much success. Like, let's be clear. I went one, two in my okay. armory today. I lost to an Icelander and uh, a Dromai. Um, and a lot of that was personal mistakes. Cause I think she is quite punishing. Um, but there are just like, she falls into the problem of, she looks like a really consistent hero in that, like you block a lot and then you come in, uh, you either like, have a two card eight because you pitch for uh the the grasp and then come in with your two um rune gate or you like kind of set up a modern turn and you have like a brood blade incantation you kind of like try and have a really big turn uh that can be quite a lot of damage but the problem is is that while you have that idea of consistency i just found that a lot of hands you're just like oh i can't actually do a lot um either i can't make a rune chant or they're all attack action you have the rune blade problem but it's worse in vincent than it is in any other rune blade hero if that makes sense i could definitely um, see that nebula yeah. blade nebula blade did a lot it, it's like that was okay. the the one that i played predominantly um and that like you know so if you have a rune preferred blade, weapon right now for me yeah i was trying rosetta um, and I, you know, you kind of, you're really forced to play Tunic with, um, with Rosetta. It felt like a lot of the time and that's that. fine. But, uh, you know, as I was saying, Carapace has felt really strong and you kind of just keep a blue for that. But like, you know, there were quite a lot of turns that I blocked with a card, banished something that wasn't relevant because I had all non-attack actions and then pitch to blue to play runeblood incantation and then come in with nebula blade and that felt pretty good that like took the bad runeblade hands and turned it into something that was a little bit more reasonable and having a weapon that that does come in for four uh feels like it helps mitigate some of that issue but that being said like she's a tough nut to crack like there's such a huge difference between uh rune gate two and rune gate three that is just like, there's just, you just really have to work for it. And uh, she uses creepers really well, which is, that's that's to her credit. Um, but also you need to like, you know, you need to be able to come in with essentially more than two attacks to really make creepers worth it. Um, mm -hmm. And that's kind of hard to do, I found. So that's the thing. I'm waiting for someone smarter than me to like, crack it and then i can do my little innovation on it but uh yeah she's i i think the kind of more mid-rangey version has felt a little bit stronger to me um okay because okay. lord lord knows that i've tried aggro and it just like crumbles to a lot um but she can't be fatigued that's that's the other thing that i found that was uh yes really yes. noticeable and it's not in terms of like you run out of attacks or whatever it's just you will run out of non-attacks and then it makes rune rune uh chant generation really hard and so like 
if you get stuff in your arsenal, then you're just like, okay, uh, I need to either have a big creeper's turn, or I guess I'm dead. Like, it, um, it's, yeah, there's a lot for me to learn, and there's a lot to figure out, but, like, yeah, my initial impressions are that, like, I need someone smarter than me to help. That's, yeah. Like, yeah. that's, that's I, essentially I feel that. it. I feel that. Yeah, um, she she's a tough, like you said, tough nut to crack. She isn't um, as in she's not the intuitive rune blade. She definitely plays differently, um, and I think that's kind of like what you what you found out. That's what I was finding out as well. Is that as far as her being aggro, she's just not quite the build or the hero for it. Uh, at least not yet. You know, maybe maybe it gets cracked, but. Um, I'm curious because okay, so mid range, I I definitely see that. I I definitely uh, see where that can be successful because I've had a bit of success with that as well. Um, I'm curious what type of arms do you, do you go vexing quill hand or do you play the grasp? I've been playing the grasp um, most of the time, specifically because it turns uh, like. I found that Quillhand was quite good for like setting up like an annihilation turn or like maybe Oblivion if I got really lucky. I've only gotten it off once, so it's like hard to do. But <laughs> yeah, Narc's a little hard. <laughs> you do it once and then you're like Oh, you know, it's your like emergency escape button, but you only get that once. And I found that Grasp mm-hmm. has been quite good, especially because I've been playing a little bit more mid range that it turns my uh, rune gate twos into a two card eight because you block with two cards, you banish the the two uh, the two cost rune gate, and then you pitch to make a rune chant and then come in for eight. And that's been quite a bit better because I do that three or four turns in a game because the yeah. games are often going a little bit longer. And so that's kind of where I've felt uh, I want to be at the moment uh just because when i try to like straight up race you you know you do just suffer from some of the rune blade problems and like the damage output you're putting can be quite uh quite good and the big thing i think and the reason to play vincent over viz which like you know i'm not sold on that yet but like the differentiation different diff oh my god I'm differentiation, differentiation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you um yeah the differentiation is that uh, you have all of these on-hit effects that aren't actually on-hit. They're essentially on-play because it's just almost never like reasonable for your opponent to like pitch like not a full card to block like one to four damage and then also block this big fucking six attack. Can I swear? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do more often than not. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big fucking attack. Uh, yeah. uh, so it's like, you know, uh, and some of them like ru- like widespread ruin um, doesn't actually feel like it's that impactful, but like uh, destruction annihilation. It's a two. And, like, it's a rune gate two. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, that that's why you like it. But like even deadly delight, there were a lot of times where like I was playing, I snuck through a damage, and then like. I went up to 41 and my opponent like had to deal with the stuff and it's just like yeah move over yoji i'm here i'm here for life getting <laughs> life. and yeah i do really like that and um 
it does make me think about like dimensional vortex a lot as well but that card's still <laughs> I, I your spoiler card yeah i know i that's why i've been thinking about it so much i'm just like yeah <laughs> i gotta do something with it i gotta play it somehow yeah figure it out somehow yeah that card is interesting um i've, I've heard man sant talk about it playing with it in uh Levia as well so uh, i'm curious where that card goes it's like it's it's like fringe like it's it's like one thing off from being like an autoplay yeah, um but really. like it's the ability can it's just like a such a good ability that you can't ignore it at the same time so it's it's that's, yeah it's on yeah the that's fringe. that's why it's a hard it, it is also a hard nut to crack um in that the first unconditional arsenal removal uh is like an incredibly powerful effect but like no block no pitch like yeah. <laughs> you know no go again it's just there's so many limitations and i it makes sense because like if it had go again just three just slam it just oh my god and like take that lexi um but, like you know or if it blocked or if it pitched, it's like still just an auto slam, I think. So it's just, I understand it. But um, I mean, I do like it in Levia because you get to like, you play a single one, a cheeky one, and then Shadow Blasphem edit, and you're just like, now it gets to sit here. I'm not taking any damage. And like, yeah. yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. A little bit of spice. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. You know, card definitely. Like, I've been playing on Talishar, so I'm obviously a little biased because people okay. are trying new things. But uh, one card I've been pretty pretty impressed with is Hungering Demigon. It's, like, not... Oh, yeah. It's very niche for specifically the Light mm -hmm. Heroes, but, like, I've been... You know, it blocks three. It comes in for six. You can play it, and, like, you're spending resources on it, so that's kind of fun. That just means yeah. that it's extra versatile. And, like, yeah, it's an on-hit effect, but, like... I have that in my sideboard, and I think if I'm going to play Vincent, then I'm just slamming it, because uh, I don't even know how relevant Light Heroes are in this meta. Um, but, like, it's a popper. It just, like, fills a lot of roles that I don't hate. Yeah, no, for sure. Totally. And that is the, um, that's the promo for uh, this August uh, coming up, so uh, yeah. it'd be a great time to get some armories in to get some Ooh. of the red ones, yeah. And then another promo. We'll, it's so cool. We'll, we'll put this out here. Is uh, our head hammer is uh, the cold foil for August as well. Yeah. Uh, which I'm Ooh. happy and a little bummed about at the same time uh, because when we got our Hellhammer card, we had we got a cold foil one, and it had the promo sign on it. I was like, Oh, do we have the only promo Hellhammer? This is sick. And now it's like, Nope. <laughs> But that's okay. I'm yeah. glad better people can get cold foils as well. That card's quite cool. I think it's like pretty sweet. Um, do you think it has like actual? It's never going to be a main weapon, right? I think but it will be... so. I was talking. Yeah, I was talking to a Leviah main, and um, they were just saying that one of the hard parts about any brute weapon is that you're competing with Claws. And as long as Blood Rush Bellow is a card, it's very hard to, like, replace Claws. Um, and so, you know, it could be a brew weapon that... I mean, it would it would just have to do so much, basically. So, uh, unfortunately, I don't tech. think so. 
it is for that. Yeah, like being able to just being able to get rid of your blood debt instantly is great. Yeah, well, it's just like yeah, because it, it isn't the way that it works. Is it attacks a spectra target that stops resolving and it doesn't get banished? It would and not get so banished like, if it attacks spectra. Yeah. Yeah, and so you just keep like popping stuff and then eventually come in for six and or eight. Feels good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Yep, yeah, it does have that. I will say that any weapon could do that. <laughs> so like where it does pop, you know, like it, yeah. If you want to talk about the best Spectra popper, it's definitely Raiden, because it costs zero to pop a Spectra, and that's the, <laughs> the cool part from Raiden. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But then you're um, playing Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're playing Bolton, which uh, <laughs> is pretty popular here in Dallas, I found out. So we, maybe Hungry and Demigon will have a good target. <laughs> Isn't that how we met? I think we met at Pro Tour 1. Yeah. And we, yeah. I was Eric playing was Chain guy. in day two. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, that was actually, I think I had played like a Bolton the round before. And I had gotten fatigued because I wasn't expecting the fatigue. I was like, oh, he's got a combo. Uh, so I right, had prepared right. for fatigue. I was playing chain. And then I played against you and I was like, he's going to fatigue me. I learned the hard way. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to the last turns and I had an Urser out. And I, for, I like the relevant text was that like, if it's a light hero or something, it, it has something on soul. Gets going. Go again. And I just didn't, I forgot that text happened. So I kept shackling to do the thing, and then like I had you on the loop. But yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. That was a uh, yeah. And then I still have your sticker. It's somewhere. Oh hell yeah! Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's oh. it's like literally on my my little bag. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I had that sticker for months <laughs> before I figured out where I wanted to put it. I really liked it. It was a good sticker. Awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That I was the insane guy that brought Bolton to pro tour one. Um, and a few of us did make it over. So, but yeah, uh, seven chains I faced day one. <laughs> That's the only hero I faced day one. So, um, yeah, but yeah, just a lot of fatiguing going on there. It's, uh, it was, it was fun. Um, combo Bolton nowadays, I, I don't think it's quite there. Uh, but that's okay, because Bolton got a lot of new pieces, so uh, we'll see. I'm very curious if we're going to see that hero. I think it's probably a solid B-tier hero right now. We'll see if that hero gets up to uh, performance level, makes him some top eights or not. We'll find out. Do you think Bolton plays uh, which thing? Library? I like Library and Bolton. I That's the most fun I have with Bolton right now is doing a Vestige of Soul build with Beaming Blade and Library. Um, is that the most competitive Bolton? No, probably not, but I don't know what a competitive Bolton deck looks like, so I don't know. We'll see. Again, just I'm, a tough nut to crack. Yeah, I mean, like, Beckoning Light's a really powerful card. Mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. think about that card, yeah. and I'm like, I don't know if there's a lot more on-hits that like just truly make me like auto block. Except the problem is it's, I always have attack actions and I'm like, Oh no. That's yeah. Cool. That is the big thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it, right. it's everything I, on uh, that chain. Sorry. 
Yeah, yeah, it's everything. Yeah, it would be everything on chain. Yeah, no, that's all good. Um, yeah. Any any last thoughts on um on Vincent there, Gabe, that you have any questions for or you know, I haven't played Vincent. I've looked at it and I'm like, nah, I'm playing Prism. So that, that's my thought. I'm one of the you're, Prism stands. You're the one Prism guy. <laughs> I'm that one Prism guy. Wings and everything. You're, you're there. Yeah. yeah. Pull Prism sleeves and play man. <laughs> also, that I mean, being said, if, if Vincent. You're... Yeah, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say Prism is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I will. I will concede. <laughs> Calm down, Eric. <laughs> I can't put another seatbelt on you. I, I was just gonna say that there's not a lot more satisfying than getting like two or three value off of like uh, unblockable. Uh, um, oh yeah. Just like sorry, pop three ward and your spectral shield. Like oh, oh, bummer. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Vincent's best matchup, Prism, for sure. Um, and maybe that's why there was only one, because, you know, all the other Prisms were scared of the other Vincents out there. Who knows? Yeah, it was um, a two-to-one ratio. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess it was. <laughs> Technically, it was. Um, okay, well, let's, let's, do a bit of, uh, let's do a bit of transitioning here. Um, let's talk about why you got your spoiler card the the work that you put in for the spoiler card uh definitely the uh, the most unique way <laughs> to to do it so um uh, yeah uh i'll let gabe uh, take over here so how many days was it again Cause i was gonna look it up but i just totally forgot how many uh, days did you go 90 days so, <laughs> like it was really fun because i got my spoiler on like the 89th day or something and it was on july 2nd would have been day 100 but if okay. i was radio silent and kept doing it for the the day like the extra 11 days i just knew that uh the community would the pitchforks would come out i think i was at the end i was walking <laughs> the line of uh of just doing it enough that like they were gonna let me finish this and then I think the rules have been changed, so now it is actually spam. But um, it was fun. I had a, it was a really good creative outlet, and I think that was really good. Yeah. And like, my favorite thing about Fab uh, is just the community and people getting mm-hmm. really excited about uh, the game and like all the interactions and the jokes. And uh, it was a really good way to kind of like chat with people and uh, do this fun little thing that I was doing and. It was a nice thing to have a routine for as well, because I got really good at badly photoshopping. <laughs> you did, you did. And so, did you have any like Photoshop experience prior to this, or was this just delving into a whole new world? Um, I had played like very, very loosely played with uh, like what is the one that comes with your computer, like Paint? Oh yeah, Paint. I done or Paint something. in high school for like two hours and, <laughs> and then i found a free photoshop thing and i was like that sounds great and like for the first one that i did i like moved i i did it on chain and i figured out mm-hmm. how to like because i also had no idea what i was doing so i was just clicking around and like i think i accidentally moved the actual image just a little bit off so if you like see the first image it's just there's a little bit of white space because i moved it i couldn't <laughs> move it back and like 
I <laughs> tried to move the heads, like copy and pasted them, but I couldn't change their size. And like, I grew, I learned a lot since that point. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, I've just like, you know, I've done some streaming and I, I've uh, done a podcast and stuff like that. And it's been really nice having a creative outlet, but I hadn't had that for a little while. And so I was thinking about doing something. And, you know, when I learned about Dust Till Dawn, I was like, mm -hmm. I want to, I changed my favorite. That's why I got into the game. And like, it's so fun. Yes, and like, sir. Mechanically and flavorfully, he's just like the most interesting hero, I think. So I was super excited that there was going to be another chain, which we found out there's not. Uh, but I wanted to to be a part of that history, I guess. And so I kind of impulsively was like, hey, this is an idea I've been playing around with because I thought it'd be really funny. Um, mm -hmm. And then I just kept doing it. And then, uh, yeah, it, it like, it was really enjoyable. And like, that's the other thing is, um, you know, I played other card games in the past and usually what gets me into them is the world building. And then it turns into like the mechanic aspect and like, solving the puzzles and figuring that out so it's like i look at the art less the more i play but like this was a really good chance in that like the art especially for runeblade is just fantastic and like it's all these yeah, weird shades of stuff. purple and yeah like vexing mouths is so cool and like yeah i i just really <laughs> like yeah, it is. i like all of that and i really that's kind of what drew me to it initially um especially urser and like that weird skeletal like demon body and mm -hmm. and so yeah, I think just, like, I don't know. I know a lot of people that, like, don't really look at the art of cards, and so I've gotten a lot of comments being like, hey, I now actually look at the art of cards because I'm trying nice. to figure out what, cool. why, how it looks better and more normal without your face in it. So um, <laughs> that's been a fun little thing. But uh, Oh, that's yeah. so cool. It was really good. So and, out of, yeah. yeah, question, out of all of them that you did out of the 90-something, which one is your favorite? So we're gonna have to show that on screen, of course. That's Spellbound good. Creepers is my favorite card, and that was a good one. I was really waiting for. So the the weird thing that was like an unforeseen challenge with this, because like coming from Magic, mm -hmm. you can find the Magic Gathering, you can find the art of cards so easily oh, yeah. everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Flesh and Blood, you gotta dig. You gotta Hard. like. <laughs> like I like. <laughs> Yeah, you were going to Instagrams, you're going to art stations, you're going to Facebook pages. You're like really just stalking people trying to find this yeah. this art. <laughs> and um I actually could never find Spellbound Creepers. So like I think it was actually Mansent who like commented on one of my posts because I uh kind of was vague posting about how I couldn't find some art and they were like <laughs> you can upgrade there's like programs online that you will like upgrade the art and so i found i cropped uh spellbound creepers and then i did the mm -hmm. upgrade and so it was like a little bit more saturated than the actual one but i was like i can work with this and so i just put my face nice. on there a lot and that was really fun um there were some that i think were like genuinely good and i found them too boring so i think there were like some <laughs> that were like actually good photoshops but um they weren't particularly interesting because they were like done mm -hmm. well um i think the first one of that was like sonata arconics um okay where i think i actually like did a good job with the shading and like the cropping and all that but then i was like this is boring just putting my face in the middle of it so i had to like hide my face and my eyeballs in some of the car like 
and that was the, <laughs> that was another thing is that um i spent a lot of time doing little things for me like there was one um where i just put Yu-Gi-Oh in it dual master because it was like oh it was guardians of the shadow realm because i was like ah yeah sending people to the shadow realm yeah it's just of course. Like, yeah <laughs> i had Yu-Gi-Oh just in the corner because i was just like mm-hmm. yeah that's uh yeah, so that's fun yeah, it was a really fun kind of experience to do that, and like, um, it went pretty well. It was pretty good, um, and yeah, it was something that I, I like have kind of transitioned it into like a YouTube channel that I'm like kind of passively working on, which I'll have you guys on. Um, but yeah, what, what's yeah. that channel name? So anyone listening can go follow it. We'll have the links in the description, of course. But yeah, what's the name of it? It's called Photos with Frank. Um, and so it's, it's literally, uh, I take interesting people and I put them into their favorite things. So, uh, usually it's been flesh and blood, but it's been like, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I played around with Hamish who, Hamish was a really funny one. He was kind of, uh, I I'd say integral to kind of it taking off a little bit better. Um, but like there's some images where like, you know, bearded white guy, uh, we look the same when we make certain faces. And so, like, I, I don't think a lot of our facial structure is very similar, but, like, specifically when we're making certain faces, he was like, hey, did you Photoshop me into this art? I'm like, no, that's me, mate. And so, uh, <laughs> so like, he was the person yeah. that I interviewed first, and I put him into Runic Reclamation. And then Jackie, who's actually one of our locals from um, Fab Workshop, um, she does, like, tutorial videos and such. Um, I put her into nourishing emptiness, and then there was Firin, who was, uh, I, I mean, you you probably actually got this, Eric. Uh, um, he was the Viserai at Baltimore. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the cosplayer, yeah. Yeah, Anthony is his name, but Firin is what he is, like, Discord and stuff. And he he's lovely, yeah. but I put him into Promise of Plenty. So it's just been, like, playing around with it, and, like, it was a fun thing, because, like, I also like time lapses. I, like, get down and stuck into, like, the YouTube rabbit holes or, like, Instagram <laughs> or whatever, just watching time lapses. And so, like, it's been fun to make time lapses uh, that also talk about why this is their favorite card. Because, like, you know, everyone's different. They all have their own stories. That's such and a cool idea. They like little I things. I love that. Yeah. What are you – really quick, what are your guys' favorite cards? Like, what, what are we – what am I going to put you into? Eric, oh, you go man. first. You got this. Um, yeah, my favorite card. I'm curious. I mean, you're you're you've gone qu- or you know have uh, came quite far uh, with Photoshop skills because uh, yeah, like at first I remember hearing your story. I'm like, and then I started seeing it, and I was like, yeah, okay, okay. And then like, yeah, my friend was like, no, dude, like you gotta look at it. And then I started realizing, oh yeah, no, he's actually working here. So. Um, my favorite card is Heart of Fiendal. Um, oh boy! So okay. I don't. Yeah, that you might be a little challenging. But... We're we're gonna have a five minute chat, and it's just I'm just, <laughs> just gonna put your face. It's just gonna be, and then I guess I'll just have to sneak you into a lot of things. That's fine, but it'll be a quick chat. Yeah. Um, okay. Because usually, okay. yeah. So uh, it is like a just an interview and I chat really with like whatever I think is interesting with the person. Um, it's not very like planned. Um, I just kind of ask them about their thing and like, you know, uh, but as I'm doing that, I'm like Photoshopping them live and they don't get to see it. But like, it's usually the interview is as long as, uh, our chat, as long as it takes me to like kind of play around with it. And, um, 
Yeah, we'll just have a super quick chat. It'll be, okay, I, hey, man, I, I can work. probably do Heart of Fiendo. <laughs> we'll have a mini episode because I can do Heart of Fiendo in like, <laughs> God, three minutes. That was short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, we can, we'll figure something out. I'll get weird with it. That's the other thing is that like, you know, at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, get weird with it. I like that. At the end of the day, I'm doing it for myself and like what I enjoy. So if I don't, if I'm not happy with, the, the image I don't think that is like interesting enough. I'll just put weird shit in there. That was like uh, with Fire and Promise of Plenty. I put him like pointing to himself or like throwing some hay and stuff in a giant version. But then I was like, I'm missing something. So we'd have been talking about um, Dory. Oh, we'd have been talking about Y Schwartz. Just because okay. the one thing I know about the game is that you can have a Pixar deck. So you can have like Ratatouille and Toy Story, mm-hmm. and which is just hilarious to me. But you can have Dory from from the thing. So I put a big Dory in the the corner, and <laughs> you know I'm doing it. That's for awesome. Me. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Oh, I think it'd have to be Shock Charmers. Like the art on that man is. Oh yeah, we can we can do some good stuff with that one. Yeah, easy. Yeah, this will be good. fun. <laughs> oh, I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. But uh, yeah, yeah. That, that is such a good idea. No, that is awesome. I love that channel. Yeah, everything will be linked down below. So you guys have to go check it out. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. It's, um, I mean, I'm going to keep doing it. I, I'm trying to, um, there's a few people that I'm chatting with right now, but I should, the next one should be Tall Timmy, which he's oh, actually nice. a Sydney local. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we've like played at ProQuests and skirmishes and stuff because we'll travel up to Sydney, which is just three hours mm-hmm. away because um, they get a lot more events than us. But uh, yeah. He's a funny guy, and uh, there's a lot of, uh, like, John Warden is in Sydney, Flukenbox, mm-hmm. and then Hayden Dale from Arsenal Pass. Like, uh, yeah, they're just people that we've played, and, uh, yeah, Hayden was really good for teaching me the, like, Runeblade Mirror, because he just started blocking, and I was like, what are you doing? It just, like, changed my whole <laughs> thought process, because I was like, I didn't know how to play. I got unnerved, because I was like, what are you doing blocking? I thought we were just racing. So, yeah, it's a, like, the Australian community is really, really good. And I really like the people yeah, here. Yeah, that but, sounds um, tight. Yeah, uh, I'll have to, we'll figure out, like, an actual time zone to, like, base ourselves off of. And then we'll go <laughs> off there. And so, um, it'll work out yeah. best for all of us, I think. But, uh, yeah, it was just a really good opportunity to, like, be a part of the game's history. And, like, I didn't think it was going to work, if we're being honest. Um, I thought it was funny, but, like... And I was doing it because I, I I kept giggling as I was photoshopping, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I also wouldn't have been particularly unhappy if they had been like, "No, we're I, not going to do it." I think the whole community would have rioted if you did not get a spoiler card, like you said. Like everyone yeah, you, you would flip their it. lid, bro. It uh, like, that would be the downfall. <laughs> it is an interesting one because yeah, people were like, it was actually I knew that I was on the right track when I started getting haters. Which is so silly, I think. But like, yeah, there are just some people that like very they were they commented more than anyone else, just like daily, and just like with negative really? comments. And I was just like, yeah, it's just it felt like more effort to like comment on each of the posts than to like report me or something. I don't know. It's just active right? engagement. So I mean, they're boosting like, yeah. your. Yeah, I was yeah, about to say they're just boosting you, bro. That's we take those. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> took them. I just didn't understand it. Um, 
Yeah. But yeah, I knew weird. I was onto something when That's I got crazy. haters, and that was like pretty fun. But uh, <laughs> you got also the the like banter in the comments is really fun. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I love some banter. So, um, <laughs> yeah. We're all about oh. that. The trash talk is like important to any game. Oh, as long yeah, as it's in good fun. I don't know what is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, if one of you figure out a good Vincent deck, please, please, I'm begging. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it won't be well, me. Well, that goes but... for anyone <laughs> listening as well. <laughs> like, yeah, that, I mean, hey, that's the best way to crowdsource. Hi, this is yeah. Frank from Photos to Frank. And this is a personal <laughs> request to you. Please build a good Vincent deck. Like I just yeah yeah I I can't build I don't know what I'm doing mate just help us out <laughs> I believe I believe in you America <laughs> there you go <laughs> no let me tell you Americans are the best at net decking so we really believe oh, in God. the Europeans or the Australians or oh my the God. New Zealanders hey, the Polish this one goes out to you <laughs> you got this guys dude that's yo, yeah yo, that's good. The, they make some good decks. I'm yeah. Oh man, they're so cool. Yeah, they were like meeting and interacting with people, and like they had the tokens that are just like so fun. Yeah, that was them beyond the call. Did you see the um, uh, the blood pox, the blood pox token? Yeah, I don't know if I saw. Yeah. I don't know if I saw that one. That was my favorite. Yeah, it was they just, were like, handing those people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. It was yeah. They like yeah. What a fun way. That's um we have a local who for Christmas, the last two Christmases, he's made his own like proxy ones. So like for the frostbite token, which I I've lost it. Uh for the frostbite token is like um Jack from the Shining in like a, his Santa okay. hat being cold. And that's been really fun. <laughs> yeah. I've like um and then he had a gold token which was like Goldfinger and that's I mean that's the thing is that the community is so invested in like they just want to have fun and do these interesting mm-hmm. things and like that's what I like about this game is that uh okay. everyone's so cool. Also yeah. this is Yeah. Well, good community. Good I... community. Oh, <laughs> it's the first altered chain. Um That's awesome. Poor, that's awesome. Poor Federico. Yeah, I um <laughs> I keep seeing Federico and like coming up to him, be, like kind of giggling because I've got these dumb ideas for how to he like draws on it, and he's super lovely. But I think he's like never really dealt with card players before in the sense that like I asked him to like draw a cowboy chat, uh, cowboy hat on chain, and then like with young chain I asked him to draw shopping, shopping bags because it looks like he's like doing one super big trip, and he just like <laughs> didn't know how to interact with that. Um, and he did it. Do you have that on you? Oh yeah, I gotta see I'm that. Literally, literally reaching for it. <laughs> that's good. And then I got uh, the last one is I have an Urser that's like dunking. He's got a basketball and and a thing because he looks like he's dunking yeah. and like yes. Yeah. So now Federico, anytime um, like I appear, he just starts giggling a little bit. Because uh, he just knows that if I'm <laughs> interacting, and, yeah. So Vincent's gonna be a um, a whole thing. All I need right. to get the gold foil one. They haven't announced how you get it yet, but uh, I got the the pre-release one. So okay. it's nice. happening. 
Frederico, I, you I'm to, coming for you. You better post that everywhere. I want to see that when that happens. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I've yeah. come onto your no, podcast yeah. and called out like five different groups of people. Hey, nothing That's wrong with okay. that. We're here to share ideas and share thoughts, baby. Yeah. Any platform yeah. I can. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, um, I think that about wraps it up. I think uh, we covered quite a bit. Uh, is there anything we else we want to talk about for in this episode? I feel I feel good. How do you feel, Frank? I had a Any great thoughts? time last. Sweet. Uh, eat All your right. vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hard one. I like cookies, man. I but you you can do both, and that's important for a regular <laughs> a regular balanced meal yeah um, i don't want to die probably yeah as an adult well, as yeah sorry i'll let you, you go. <laughs> i was gonna go well, on a time. vegetable rant it's not relevant yeah. <laughs> oh okay. i love you man this is too well, good this is too good yeah let's let's fun. go ahead and get this closed out here i appreciate uh i appreciate you frank being on thank you so much um Gabe, obviously, thank you for helping me out here. And then thank you to all the viewers out there. Uh, next week, we will have Max Ferocity on, the Dash cosplayer. Um, so, you know, stay tuned for that. But until then, keep on fabbing.